You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The offseason is in full swing, but the Seattle Mariners are not taking any time off, as we see with some of the uh, news that has come out about the Mariners. So let's talk to Greg Johns about that. I'm Allison Sweater. Greg, it's been a while since we last uh, discussed anything that had to do with the Mariners, but they did not wait around to start wheeling and dealing. So um, what can you tell us about some of the acquisitions they made, especially Carlos Ruiz? Yeah, it's, it's, it's classic Jerry DePoto, as we've quickly learned here in Seattle. It's a, this is a this is a GM who has a plan when he goes into the off season. We saw it last year. He was uh, really one of the, the first out of the gates with a lot of moves uh, and, and kind of had an idea what he wanted to do with the roster. He's he's, he's kind of started to do it again. Uh, he's not going to make as many moves this off season, but the ones uh, he has in mind, he's certainly in pursuit of. So yeah, Carlos Ruiz. Uh, they traded for the veteran catcher uh, to to give him a backup to Mike Zanino and a guy that can that can uh, be both a, a mentor and a, and a Steady hand when when he plays, uh, you know, still still got some tread on the wheels there at uh, 37. So uh, a, a good addition behind the plate, and uh, and then they went out and traded for Danny Valencia from the A's uh, to kind of fill the, the first base hole. Um, he'll work with young Daniel Vogelbach at first, and and uh, Dakota believes he also pretty good in the outfield can can help uh, you know bring a much needed right-handed bat on the corner outfield when he's not at first base. So he's a guy they expect to play, you know, close to every day. And uh, they feel that's a, a pretty big uh, boost with, with his versatility over, you know, they, they're not going to bring back Dejo Lee, who was kind of a, a fan favorite at first last year and a big guy, but really pretty limited in what he, he could do, which was, you know, <laughs> a big guy with, with some pop, but, uh, you know, really could only play first and not, not give him much on the, on the base paths or, or defensively. So Valencia, they feel a, a nice addition there and, uh, now they got a couple more spots to fill, but shoot, we're still two and a half weeks from uh, the winter meetings even, so, uh, so we'll see what happens here coming up. Yeah, so when they look at the overall, sort of the way the team is constructed, I know that they're not that dissatisfied with the overall look at the team, and these are things that we'll get, we'll get into closer to the winter meetings, but just as a reporter who's covering them every day, um, I mean, do you see, like, a lot of other areas that need to be corrected or added to or what do you think they're going to do yeah the big one allison is, is a lefty or probably two at least in the bullpen there that's an area that uh that they traded away mike montgomery they traded away um but nuno here this offseason to get ruiz um uh and that was an area they were shy on anyway so definitely a spot they're going to go out and get a uh, I think a, a, a quality lefty. I think if they make a move in, in free agency, that's where it will be. Uh, you know, I, I think Brett Cecil is a guy that, that is on their radar. Certainly, uh, a couple other decent names out there: Boone Logan, uh, Jerry Blevins from the Mets, uh, maybe even Javier Lopez, the uh, older, I think 38, 39 with the, with the Giants. But but they're gonna they're gonna add, uh, you know, either by trade or free agency. There's no doubt they're gonna bring in a lefty because right now they've got David Rollins, uh, who's a a rule five guy from two years ago, and uh, Pat Vendetti, the, the switch pitcher, who's a great story uh, and can, can be a lefty specialist to, to some degree. Really, only the lefty relievers have got on the 40 man. Uh, so, uh, Ariel Miranda, uh, who's contending for a starting spot, could be a lefty if, if he doesn't make the rotation, but, but uh, obviously you can't count on that if you're fighting for a rotation spot. So, yeah, I definitely see that as a spot. I, I still, even with Valencia being available in the outfield, I, I still see him going out and getting a, an outfielder. Um, Photos talked about uh, Ben Gamble being an everyday guy in left, and that's certainly a guy they like that they brought in from the Yankees at the end of last year. But uh, he's he's got about 40 major league at bats, uh, so I, I suspect a team that's that's wanting to compete now is, is probably going to want to go out and get a get a left fielder that uh, you know, Nori Aoki is now 
they let him go. He picked up by the Astros, so that's a spot that, that I definitely think they'll they'll be looking to upgrade. And, and still talk of a shortstop. Uh, they got Cattell Marte. They can certainly live with him. They were a little disappointed last year. They they do they, they do like him for the future, but uh, that could be a spot that they go out and get a veteran. Uh, you know, Zach Cozart, the name that keeps popping up, is a guy that they were interested in uh, at the trade deadline last year. Didn't didn't pull it off. It could be a, a name still still on the back burner there. So still some moves to be made uh, and. and uh, with the photo, you just never know. I mean, maybe he pulls a big trade and surprises people. Maybe he, uh, you know, st- stays working around the fringes and, and keeps adding, upgrading uh, where he can at, at each spot. So we'll, we'll see. It, it, it seems to always be a pretty interesting uh, with the photo uh, in the offseason. Not a guy, not a guy that's afraid to make moves. No, he's uh, always been very aggressive, which is good news for Mariners fans. Are there the, one of the main questions that you hear this time of year <clears throat> from fans is just concern about like where the payroll is? Do you see anything um, massively changing? Are they going to be able to add? Do you think they're they have got a pretty decent payroll? So uh, I guess you don't see any major cuts coming. Is the main thing? Uh, they certainly won't go down. And they were they, they went up a pretty good chunk last year. Uh, in fact, they went over where they expected because uh, if you recall, Asashi Iwakuma was the guy who had who had signed with the Dodgers and they expected to lose. And when they had a chance to bring him back, the deal fell through with the Dodgers and, and they said, Hey, let's go get this guy and and went out and, and, and spent on him. And so it bumped up the payroll a bit. And, and I, I expect it'll, it'll bump up a little more again. They were close to 150 million last year at the end of the year. Uh, the, the thing with them, I mean, that, that's a lot of, that's a good sized payroll, but they have a big chunk of it you know, going to a few guys, which is, where you got to work around, and, and those guys are on long-term deals. So uh, you know, Cano and and Felix make you know 50 million between the two of them. Um, Nelson Cruz got a big deal. Kyle Seager's getting bumped up this year as he gets further in his uh, deal. Uh, Iwakuma is a fairly high number. So I think between those five, they're like 89 million just for those five. So you know that, that and then they got some some guys uh, uh, that that are getting bumps this year that are they're arbitration eligible and they're, they're Paxton, Taiwan Walker. Uh, a couple of those guys are going to make more than the Leonis Martin will get a nice bump. So you, know, you start to eat away even without adding new players. Your your your, your payroll is getting eaten up. Uh, uh, but but I, I they do have some some space they cleared, uh, letting Aoki go and, and some other moves. Uh, and I expect that payroll will get bumped up a little. So they've got money to spend. They're definitely not. You know, people want to say, oh, get, go get you know Cespedes, go get uh, you know mm-hmm. Jose. Batista, that, that's not the position they're in. You know, they've got so, so much in, in long-term deals already with a couple guys. That they're not going to add another one of those big blockbuster deals. It's just unless you're the Yankees or Dodgers, you just can't have three or four of those kind of guys. And, and uh, you know, they'll be more of a team adding, you know, a, a couple, couple, you know, I don't want to call them fringe players, but but you can upgrade with guys that aren't, uh, you know, assessed. But as you can, you can make moves that fix your, you know, add to your roster, and that's what they're going to do again. I think build that depth. Uh, get a better lineup one through nine and, and keep building that way. And if they did that last year and improved 10 wins, if they can improve, you know, a few more wins this year, they're right next to the playoffs. And, uh, you know, that's, that's where they're trying to get. Yeah. And, uh, someone will, uh, overpay for, uh, Jose Bautista. They'll sign him to a contract till he's about 40, 41, and then express dismay when he's not, is no longer productive at 40 or 41. So, um, <laughs> I always, I always wanted like the team that I was always pulling for to like steer clear of the you know the 37 year old free agent who yeah. came off a good year. 
know. <laughs> um, okay, so the last thing I want to ask you is about Felix. So he's going to play in the Venezuelan League. Um, uh, you know, I'm concerned about this just because I'm a naturally cynical person, so I'm already thinking of all the <laughs> extra uh, work he's going to put on. So he's going to p- pitch in the Venezuelan League, then he's going to pitch in the World Baseball Classic, and um, he missed seven weeks. Of course, we know last, last season with a strained calf. So uh, talk me down from the ledge and explain how this is all going to work. But you know, it's, it's interesting because I, you know, I, I probably think like you do, Allison, and, and I remember that it was the last day of the season last year, and there's a few of us talking to Felix after the last game, and you know, what's your plans for the off season? What are you going to be doing? And he said, "Well, I'm going to pitch in the, in the Venezuelan league." And you know, my eyebrows shot up. You know, the, he hasn't <laughs> pitched in the Venezuelan winter league since 2003 when he was like 17. You know, this is not something a, a, a 30-year-old major league ace does: is go play winter ball. But uh, it, it's interesting. You know, he said he was going to do that, and, and they in the WBC and of course a lot of a lot of players are going to play in the WBC so you know I, I kind of kept in the back of my mind and, and uh, we'll see how that plays out is that really going to is he really going to go pitch in the Venezuelan league and, and I, I talked to Depoto a couple of days ago and, and ran a story today or yesterday I guess on marriage.com but uh, you know Depoto says yeah he's we, we kind of like the idea you know we don't want him to show up in March try to get ready and then go you know pitch big big pitch counts in the WBC we we're fine with them going and pitching, you know, building up a little bit in the in the Venezuelan league, not going crazy. They'll, they'll monitor it closely, have them, you know, start out slow and, and build up a few. He's not going to be pitching nine innings. He's not going to be throwing 100 pitches. But, uh, you know, get him, get him going early. And, and they really like the idea of him working hard this offseason with a definite early goal to get ready for the long haul. And uh, there's kind of some sense that he's got to change what he's done here you know he's, he's 30 years old now things didn't go quite as smooth last year you know he's he's, he's gonna have to change some things and and they think one of those things could be just working harder in the offseason to get ready earlier and, and be ready so like you i you know I, boy how's that work when he gets to september next year uh <laughs> but uh you know i guess if if everything goes well you know maybe they look back and go this was the perfect solution so we shall see you know depoto said he's not concerned about that you know he'd much more worried about a guy trying to build up real early and pitching the in the WBC without being ready. So his his thought is this is a better way to go, and uh, we'll see how it goes. You know, I, I always you know I, the WBC is an interesting concept for pitchers, especially you know to get ready early and throw throw innings. And and uh, you know they, there are some rules to protect them in the WBC that they don't go crazy on the innings or pitches. But uh, it is a different schedule, and Felix, a guy traditionally who gets ready later than anybody you know he's the last guy to start pitching in every spring and and that's kind of been his routine so definitely will be a different spring for uh, felix and we'll see how it works yeah it'll be interesting to keep our eye on that the wbc is going to be uh just add another element for for everything that we're talking about so it's fun to start talking about it now so thank you so much greg appreciate it and we'll uh, we'll see you soon at the winter meeting sounds good awesome good talking to you thank you MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.